Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit the guys up on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Needs help in the rice. He lays it in, and he's fouled. How about team basketball there by the Longhorns? And for Duke, the dynasty continues. They've won their 22nd ACC title. 59 to 49, the final score. Cats have nine lives. Cats have nine championships. Arizona 61, UCLA 59. Back-to-back titles. The Cats will head to the NCAA tournament with another trophy for the case. Nate says, nope, that's enough. No more shots. Six, five, and the final seconds will tick away. Enjoy it, folks. Bama champions again. Purdue lobs it to the other end. Zach Eady knocks it out of bounds. And the Purdue Boilermakers are the Big Ten tournament champions. Bag up, bag up. Bagels here. When it reverts, here. When it reverts. Oh, Lord. Lord, please. Oh, Lord. Oh, please. Toby and TJ back with you. Hour 2. T-Roll in the morning show. Monday, March 13. The Madness. Full bloom. Conference tourneys over. NCAA tournament ahead of us. Starts tomorrow night in Dayton with the play-in games. And then uh, Thursday, the attorney proper gets going. Sooners did not make it. They did not make the NIT either. The season is over for Porter Moser's team. Jenny Baranchek's team still playing. They are the five seed. They are headed to Los Angeles. Pauley Pavilion at the campus of UCLA. OU will play Saturday against Portland in a 5-12 game. If they win, presumably they will get the home Bruins then on Monday. OSU's women to Bloomington, Indiana, where they will face Miami in an 8-9 game. If they win, they probably get the one-seed IU. And the OSU men also left out the first team out, TJ, of the NCAA selection. Uh, They are headed to the NIT they're on the road. I'd like to know the story behind that. Wednesday night at Youngstown State. OSU, a number one seed in the NIT. Uh, were your feelings hurt when you saw the Cowboys were left out? Uh, no, no. Um, everything was projecting that way and that they were going to be one of those first four out, so my feelings weren't hurt. You were okay with it? I was fine with it, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, this was a battle between a program with a winning culture and a program that does not have a winning culture. Okay, um, I just want to say one thing before we get into the baseball talk. I was flying home last night. I'm in the airport, on the airplane. I'm wearing my J's and I've got my beats on my on my ears. And Man, you I'm were like, so fly for a white guy. I am for a 49 year old. Golly, I'm hip. I'm dripping with drip, too. You know what I mean? <laughs> I could tell those college kids are looking at me like, Dad, gummit, I hope I can be as cool as him someday. You think so that's what they like were it. saying? 
Uh, I, I, it looked to me, it looked like that's what they were thinking. <laughs> okay, like, check out Grandpa back here with his beats on. <laughs> three, three game sweep in Houston, TJ. Uh, thirteen to one, eight to three, seven to six, and a thriller yesterday. I don't know how much you paid attention to the baseball this weekend, but uh, what should we think about this? Great weekend. Um, during the Plank and Perry sandwich, Connor and I got into a little bit, and I said, obviously, it was a series. You always want to win two of three and win the series. And But I said, I, I'm going to be selfish here, and I want all three in Houston. They should beat Houston three times, sweep this series. And uh, I got exactly what I wanted, so I thought they were uh, great. I saw... Friday and Sundays, I didn't hear uh, or see any of Saturdays, but that sounded like you were at was the a, rodeo. I was at the rodeo. I was following it along with Twitter from time to time, but um, sounded like that was a, a very good, complete game as well. So I thought they played uh, really well. The game yesterday made me a little nervous. Um, looks like it might. Sixteen men left on base. Yeah, well, well, that it should have been broken open, but they couldn't get that hit to to really just bust that thing completely open. But I'm talking about. Uh, late in that game when it was like, uh, don't let this thing slip away yeah. and uh, lose this sweep. But they held on with the one-run win and, and closed it out. So um, overall, I thought they played really well. And um, You know, that texture earlier, there has been some inconsistency with certain guys. And I think there will continue to be for a little while. And you'll probably fall into a more stable situation uh, once you get a little further in here and Skip knows who he's going to use where and how he's going to use them, and some of that will straighten out. I don't. I just haven't been too worried about or panicked about the pitching yet or or really the offense. That, that texture also mentioned something about, well, the offense needs to pick it up with certain guys, and I just have no concerns with the offense, man. They are just so fun to watch. When they get guys on, the panic that it causes, and Situations like yesterday, they've got to figure out how to break those situ- those those things open and get guys home. You can't leave the bases loaded. They end up with six straight innings or something like that with the bases loaded at one point. I think it was four. five of six, or it was. It yeah. seemed like a lot, but yeah, you know, you gotta you gotta once you get those guys on and they're doing what they're doing, you've got to deliver. You got to get that hit at the plate, and you know, um, I'd be that'd be my only complaint about yesterday, I guess. Yeah. So and they have been, yeah. I mean, yeah. They, that that I think they left one guy on base on Saturday mm-hmm. or Friday. So, uh, but yesterday, God, they just could not. And they well, they and they, they they did, and they got up seven to two, and you're like, oh, okay. Um, pitching much better this weekend. Cale Davis was great. Braxton Douthit was great. Mm-hmm. Jamie Hit was pretty good. Um. Uh, they really had one inning there all weekend. They had one inning, and that was the eighth inning yesterday where Houston put up a you know, a big number on him. And even that inning, there was like a catcher's interference. There was a squirrely ball that was fouled that came back fair and hit the base. It was a weird inning. But they pitched it much better this weekend. Yeah, that ball that hit um, the bag almost looked like it was fake, like there was a magnet underneath the ground yeah. that looped it around and looped it back to the bag, and that was a weird play. Yeah, that was bizarre. Um, Easton Carmichael's a star. He's a star. Without a doubt. He's your, He's unbelievable. He is your next Peyton Graham, your next uh, Sheldon Noisy, your next OU baseball star, Easton Carmichael. 
I don't know any other freshman in America right now, but he's got to be at the top or near the top for the best freshman in the country. He's got to be at the top or near the top for Big 12 player of the year going into the season. I mean, it's early, but Mm -hmm. what he has done, certainly at the plate, but also behind it, has been jaw-dropping. Um just dynamic and it seems like every time he comes up he does you know he hits a home run or tri- well, he's got four su- triples he's a catcher you're he's surprised got four if he doesn't triples. do something at this point yeah um they are you know over the last eight is it eight there's nine games now they're averaging right at 10 runs a game over the last nine and they've got three or four guys that aren't yet hitting which is what the texter was talking about last hour, like Spikerman. Spikerman and those guys. Mm-hmm. Wallace Clark. Bryce Madrid's hitting two twenty two. He's drawn a ton of walks. But he's a he's walk machine, man. He's on base every machine. time he gets up, it seems like. He's on pace to break Blake Robertson's record that he set last year. Um, KP hasn't been hitting like KP can hit yet. I mean, they've got three or four guys that are still scuffling a bit. And they're still putting up a ton of runs. So that's encouraging. And they are one of the weirdest OU baseball teams I've ever seen in this regard. They're the best defensive team I've ever called that will commit at least an error every game. (laughs) They're sensational defensively. Sensational. And they're still good for a Buddha game. And I know that makes no sense, but they saved three runs yesterday. I would have to go back and look. I'm going to guess they saved five or six runs this weekend with plays in the field. Either Spikerman just being an absolute non-human with his speed in the outfield. Uh, That one he ran down, what day was that, Friday? Yesterday was, was the most yesterday? impressive one. Yesterday, but okay. probably yeah, yeah. he did it on Friday too. I don't remember. There was a the first inning on Saturday. First inning on Saturday, Houston sc- should have scored at least three runs, maybe more than that. The game starts with an error. OU boots the first ball of the game, and the next guy doubles. So they've got second and third, nobody out in the first inning. And you thought, all right, well, here we go. The next guy doubles with runners at second and third, and they threw the guy out at home from second base on a double. Because Spikerman has an absolute hose. The guy who just doubles at second, fly ball to deep center field, he tags, tries to go to third, and Spikerman guns him down at third. Yesterday, I don't know how he caught that ball in the gap. It was unbelievable. Rocco makes a diving play. Relay to the plate to keep it a one-run lead in the eighth inning was absolutely brilliant. Diego diving back across the bag. Diego, like, flattening across the bag. (laughs) The way he did was pretty awesome, the way way he blocked that play. So, now that was an incredible Dakota Harris in the ninth inning with, like, a pirouetting throw at shortstop. Uh, Carmichael just, he's a vacuum back there. 
And and yet, they've had three games all year without an error. So it doesn't make any sense. If I tell you this is a sensational defensive team, and then you look at the numbers, you're like, what are you talking about? they got 21 errors or something like that. I know, it doesn't make any sense, but trust me. At some point tonight, somebody's going to kick one, and then they're going to make four plays that absolutely drop your jaw. Just knock off the one silly kick, and and you're going to be the best defensive team in America. Yeah, I guess, but I can take one silly play if it doesn't lead to something you know, opening up for the other team or something like that, if they're making that many spectacular plays throughout the course of a weekend. First inning, Friday night. Guy at third, nobody out. Ground ball to short. Dakota throws to first. Guy comes home. Rocco spins, throws a strike right to the plate. Gun the guy down at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, later in the same game, they tried to score first to third on a double up the gap. Uh, Spikerman to Nicholas to Carmichael, like a Major League Baseball team, nail the guy at home by five feet or something like that. I mean, it's just really pretty to watch them in the field. And it didn't matter Friday or Saturday because those were lopsided wins. It absolutely won them the game yesterday. Absolutely. That's a one-run win, and they saved at least three runs in the field. So, anyway... uh, Big picture, in my opinion, encouraging weekend. I don't know how you could see it any other way. Houston is really struggling to hit, and they've lost a couple of pitchers to Tommy John already this year, so I don't know what this team is going to do. They were picked second in the AAC, and so this is supposed to be a good team this year. I don't come away from Houston seeing it. I don't don't see a lot there to be scared about if you're the rest of the American Athletic Conference. But that could have been Oklahoma. I don't know. We'll see what they do going forward. Hey, they looked sharp yesterday. Those uniforms were nice yesterday. Those are good. Socks, yeah, I like yeah, those. They were looking good. I like those. Their facility, I will say, is pretty good. Not spectacular, but pretty nice. I, I, I would say it'll be a middle-of-the-pack stadium in the Big 12. Uh, better than the Kansas schools, you know, not as nice as your Texas Tech and TCUs and Texases of the world. I, I don't know what the other new guys' stadiums are like, but it's it's pretty nice. All of their facilities at Houston, the uh, Fertitta Center, the basketball arena is spectacular. But um, yeah, I know I was in, I was um, impressed all the way around. And they're very excited to be in the Big 12, man. They got it everywhere. They got Big 12 logos all over campus. And sometime we got to talk about Kendall Pettis' weekend because uh, nobody had a worse weekend in Houston than Kendall Pettis did. <laughs> My guy, Spider-Man. <laughs> Poor guy. I've been there. I got to tell you, I don't know if I've ever told you my spider story before, but we will. 7.18 in the morning, break time. Sooners have won five in a row, nine out of ten. They are at Wichita State tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best.
Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show. T-Row in the morning show, as always, brought to you by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel. OKC's number one gaming destination, the one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. I know someone that won really big on uh, Friday. Oh, really? Friday, yeah. I lost uh, $10, but I know someone that won big, so they may have won back the 10 that I lost. So, Well, congratulations, congratulations to that Congratulations to person. them, yeah. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Wow. Intense Uber story. I'm glad you're alive, Toby. Yeah, me too. I too. What happened to Connie Ooh. Carson's traffic reports this morning? I don't know. That's a uh, different station, different, uh, different affiliate. So I don't control Connie Carson nor her updates. The hard concept I've figured out for a lot of people to understand the uh, <laughs> the idea of networking and affiliates. Kevin Henry was asking us about that the other day. Like Bobby Bones doesn't live in all your cities, people. <laughs> <laughs> he lives in one. What? And all the stations pick it up and broadcast it. Somebody did that. I've been asked. What's the lady's name you just said? Connie Carson. The, Connie Carson does the traffic. Somebody uh, asked me. I mean, it's been a while back now. She's like, what's Connie Carson like? I was like, who? <laughs> Connie Carson. I was like, who's Connie Carson? They're like, she does the traffic on your station. She do traffic or weather? Traffic, right? Uh, traffic, I believe, yeah. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And she's, you know, coming out of the breaks. She does the traffic. She works at your station. I was like, I, I don't know anybody named Connie Carson. I'm sorry. <laughs> we don't do traffic. <laughs> I finally figured it out because I was listening to uh, 94.7 later on, you know, to one of our shows up here. And Connie Carson pops on with the traffic. And I was like, oh, that's Connie Carson. So, anyway. <laughs> Toby, what about DC Talk? Not oh yeah, I love. Not DC everybody's going to ask you about all these. Yeah. no, I love DC Talk. Toby Mac, right? Toby Mac, I think was the, if I remember correctly, was the lead singer of DC Talk, and then he broke off. Maybe I'm getting that wrong, but I liked DC Talk. That was a little more rap than than uh, it was more. It wasn't a little more rap. It was more rap than uh, just like heavy metal, Christian. Right. Uh, let's see here. Hopefully we don't have to stay all night right. LOL. Um, 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock will wrap things up. So if that's all night to you, then yes, you've got to stay all night. But We'll land uh, this bad boy on the dot. Don't yes, you worry yes. about it. I will be eager to get home and get to bed. Ooh, I just had a lemon-filled donut dropped off to me. By who? Uh, Luann just brought me a lemon-filled donut. Luann. Very sweet of her. Nice. She brought you one, too, but you weren't here, so I'm going to eat it. Oh, boy. Uh, OSU had a facilities conflict due to hosting the NCAA wrestling tournament. So ah, there's your okay. answer to that, yeah. There you go. Okay. So, uh, sorry to miss today's event, but driving for a spring break trip. Have a great time, everyone. Regards. Oh, you architect. Thank you, architect. Okay. We will miss you. Who's he kidding? He's driving to the airport and getting on a private jet. Driving for spring break. Come on. Uh, can you give us a recap of the first hour of the show? This daylight savings time stinks. Did I lose an hour or get an hour last night? We lost an hour Saturday night going into Sunday. I didn't even know it. Yeah. 
I mean, I knew it, but I just I had forgotten until you just said that that it happened. So wait, so Saturday night uh, my clock sprung forward. No, it fo- it fell back. So we got an extra hour. No, you lost an hour. It went from two a.m. to three a.m. I thought it falls back and springs forward. It does spring forward. Springing forward, oh, you it's lose spring. an hour. Duh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, gotcha. So you're okay. right. Well, yes. You know what? You know what? That makes sense now because. Um, so it was Saturday night. I'm sorry, folks. Listen, I'm telling you, I woke up this morning, and it literally took me 15 seconds to figure out what city I'm in. So Saturday morning, no, Sunday morning is what it would have been, right, because it was Saturday night. Sunday morning, I wake up. I've slept all night. I get, we, we played a late game Saturday night, so I got home, uh, got in bed. It's like midnight. I'm trying to wind down. I'm watching basketball highlights or whatever. Next thing I know. I'm waking up on my own, no alarm clock, Sunday morning, and it's like 8 o'clock. And I'm like, it. I we got a we got a day game today, and I got to get packed. I got to get some stuff ready. I got to get you know my notes together. I'm behind schedule. I can't believe I slept till 8 o'clock. I never sleep till 8 o'clock. And until you just said that, I never thought o'clock. about the fact right. that it was daylight savings time. It played into our uh, leaving the rodeo early because we're like, man, it's close to 10 now. It's actually close to 11. We still got to drive home. So, um, yeah, that played into our thought. Did you leave early? We left early, yeah. Come on. You didn't stay for the bull riding? Uh, we saw the first round of the bull riding, not the championship round. So fogies. We wanted to stay, but. You are old fogies. <laughs> old fogies, and Katie had to work the next morning, and we were losing an hour, so. It played into our thought okay. process. All right. Uh, donuts for the crew by 8.30. Have a great day, everyone. Huh? Somebody's bringing you more donuts, it sounds like. Well, this is Johnny from Yukon. Everyone going to be at the office tomorrow for some donuts, or are there going to be people on location? Oh, oh, there were two texts here. Yes, Johnny, everyone will be around tomorrow. Today would not be a good day, but tomorrow everyone should be around for the most part throughout the day. So. Okay. Very nice of you. Yeah, very nice, yeah. Uh, drivers here in Florida are the craziest, most aggressive that I've ever seen, and I moved here from New York City. Wow. Clearwater sooner. <laughs> wow. And KJ's the last one here. It says, yes, Toby, you're correct. Toby Mack was in D.C. Talk, and another yeah. member is the lead singer now of the Newsboys. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I love the Newsboys, too. Newsboys were awesome. Um, that was just so funny because the guy, he could tell I was like, well, you could tell I was struggling because he almost launched me through the front window when he slammed on the brakes. And he kind of glanced in his rearview mirror, and he's like, where are you from? <laughs> Del, I got news for you. This ain't I, Oklahoma. I don't think this is the type of things that they want their Uber drivers telling their clients. No, of course not. Right. No, well, that goes to... back to your uh, quality control uh, issue that there's been since Uber started. It's gone downhill a little bit. Uh, although I, I did have some very nice rides this week, well, but there's the, the a minivan couple, sounds lovely. Yeah, the couple look like they just you know just dropped off the fam and picked me up, and yes, you know, it still it wasn't great. I prefer the nice clean car with the nice clean cut looking person driving. Uh, male or female, it doesn't matter to me. And they say, hey, how you doing? Where are you going? 
I'll tell them, and then that's it. I don't want uh, Chatty Cathy either. Like I'm not here well, to com- I'm not here to talk to you. I don't discriminate against looks like TJ does. You can look however you want when you pick me up. Just get me there safely. No, you can't look however you want. You don't want some dude that hasn't showered in three weeks, that's just filthy and dirty, and his well, car I, matches him. No, I, he, he can have long hair if he wants. Well, he long hair to be fine. clean cut. Well, just, all right. Long just, hair's fine. Yeah, shower, please shower. shower. I'm just saying you're, you, you have a nice appearance. Oh, speaking of smell, somebody in my hotel was crushing the weed this weekend i mean <laughs> every time i stepped in the hallway the weed. over i would knock me down man oh calm God. down skip and don't worry i was not on the floor with any ou baseball players okay <laughs> thank you for verifying there a, that there was a, a couple of things going on in our hotel it was a big hotel and there was a big volleyball tournament that was staying there, and that you'll love this. And there was also a uh, CrossFit convention going on. Oh, did you see Chris Joseph? <laughs> no. Carter? Carter there? But it was funny because there was like everybody in the hotel was either with the OU baseball team, high school girls volleyball players with families, or neck-muscled CrossFitters. <laughs> <laughs> and it was fun to just kind of like you would as you'd walk through the halls or the lobby identify everyone volleyball baseball volleyball crossfit volleyball crossfit crossfit baseball it was funny but one of them i don't know who it was was whew, man Seven thirty-three in the morning we'll take a break t-row in the morning show rolls on next the Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Oh, yes. That music. Here we go. NCAA tournament bracket in hand. Oh, TJ, help me out here, man. I was in an airplane in an airport. What do I? What am I thinking about this thing? What I got a South, I got an East, I got a Midwest, I got a West. There's seven Big Twelve teams made it. Uh, Bama, Purdue, Houston, Kansas—they're the one seeds. What am I supposed to think about this whole thing here, TJ? You're supposed to think uh, exactly what you just said. There's a Midwest, a West, a South, an East, and uh, all the teams, and now you fill it out and you try to be the best one at it. Ladies and gentlemen, that's why we've stayed together for 19 years. I would say. sports coverage in the business right here. I don't agree with Purdue being a one seed. How dare you? I knew that would upset you, but I think. Why would you say that? Well, I think a Texas, regular season and a Big Ten title not good enough for you? A tournament title, too? I just think Texas, uh, and it pains me to say this, but I think they deserve that one seed after knocking off Kansas again, winning the Big 12 tournament. Okay, how about you give Kansas it to twice. them over Kansas, well, then? Well, I was about to say that. I was about to say if you want to knock Kansas off that one line. Houston didn't win there. their conference tournament. Nope, they did not. Memphis got them. So. Get out of here with your Purdue slander. <laughs> Texas love. Falls right in line, doesn't it, folks? Did you go to the Longhorn Steakhouse while you were down in Dallas, too? I said it pained me to too? say it. It pained me to say it. I bet it pained me. I did go to Texas Live for a few minutes. Pages say it. Uh, what would you eat over there? Uh, nothing. Nothing. What? Huh? Why would you go to Texas Live and not eat anything? 
Well, because they have uh, little stations, too, that give you this liquid gold. Oh, you drink. I may have had a beer over there. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to beg your forgiveness out there if you're wanting some upset picks and my final four and everything. It's gonna. I'm going to have to wrap my head around this well, a little bit. I think you've got a day normally, or two to give those. You're, not, you're all right. Normally on Sunday night, you watch all the shows. You know, you watch everybody else making their picks. You watch. I didn't even watch the the, the the selection show this year and all that kind of stuff. So I feel I'm a little behind and would be inappropriate to act like I'm too big of an expert here. But just for the Big Twelve, Kansas a one, Texas a two, Baylor a three, West Virginia's a nine. Iowa State and TCU are sixes. K-State's a three. Is that everybody? I think that's everybody. Um, I guess they got all that about right, right? Everybody that got in's at least a nine. So, I don't know. How many Big 12 teams are going to the Sweet 16, Teach? Um, I have not filled out my bracket yet either. Until you... You get a bracket, and then you're like, oh, that actually is going to be kind of tough. I would say I expect Texas there. I expect Kansas there. Of course you do. I expect Baylor there and K-State there. So I'm going to say four just off the top of my head, having not filled out my bracket yet. TCU-Gonzaga in the second round could be fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, K-State-Kentucky in the second round could be fun. I like K State in that matchup, by the way. Uh, I don't. I think Iowa State could get beat right off the bat. Uh, whoever wins the Mississippi State Pitt game, I think, could beat Iowa State. And Texas got a terrible draw because Texas A and M is good, and. They played, they're hot. I mean, they played really well to get to the championship game of the SEC tournament. And to have to play them in the second round as a two seed is a really tough draw. So I I, I probably would put Texas through with the form they're in right now, but that won't be easy at all. Buzz is a good coach, and he's got his team playing really good ball. Um. Without putting, I mean, you could change your mind. Who's your final four right now? Oh, yeah, I'm going to change my mind. But I'll say. South, who you got? Coming out of the South, I think I would stick with the one seed in Alabama. I'll take Arizona. I can change my mind. East, who you got? I will go Marquette. Purdue. Midwest, who you got? Have you seen Marquette play one second of basketball this year? Yes, yesterday. Or I saw some highlights yesterday. Okay. I should All say. Right. <laughs> that was a spite. Um, that was a spite pick on your part. <laughs> Midwest, who you got? Midwest. Here we go, folks. Get ready. I am. Hey, going when you to make go... this pick, why don't you throw your hook'em horns in the air too? Hey, why don't you shut your mouth? How about that? Uh, I'm going to go. Take your time. No, take your time. I don't think it's, it's going to be Texas. I don't think it's going to be Houston. Hmm. I don't think it's going to be Xavier. I'm going to go Indiana. It's TJ's fault. 
And I, I, I do get to change my mind when I start filling out my bracket, but I don't. Is Sasser okay? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, that's everything, right? I mean, Houston is really good, and obviously, Kelvin knows how to win in the tournament. If if Sasser's okay, I'll take Houston. If he's not, everything's up in the air there. Indiana's not a terrible pick. Texas could get there. Um. Texas A&M could get there. Iowa State could get there. No, they could not. <laughs> Dude, we beat Iowa State on their home floor, just drubbed them like that's the crazy thing. I'm looking at this. Alabama killed them. West Virginia beat them. Kansas State drubbed them. Iowa State hammered them in Ames. TCU ran them out of the gym on senior day. All these teams are in the tourney. Maddening. I don't know how Iowa State. I don't know how Iowa State beat Baylor twice after the team we saw up in Ames. And then they kicked Caleb Grill off the team. So they're doing it with. with Addition uh, by subtraction, apparently. I, I, yeah, I guess. They're, I think they're. I don't think they're that good. Um, West. <laughs> in the West, I will go the Kansas Jayhawks. I don't want to put two Pac-12 teams in, but I think UCLA is really good, too. I I do have some recency bias. I did stay up and watch the UCLA-Arizona Pac-12 championship game, and I said, dang, both these teams are really good. Well, we're through an entire college season. I have not paid any attention to the Pac-12 at all, to the point that the other day I heard someone mention uh, Kansas as a possible one seed, and I'm like, Kansas, or not Kansas, excuse me, uh, UCLA. I said, UCLA? Are they even any good this year? And I looked, and yeah, they were like good. twenty six and four. I was like, dang! I don't think I've heard one person mention UCLA all year. Jaime Jaquez is still there. Pac twelve Player of the Year. He's great. He's a really tough cover. Tiger Campbell is a lot of fun to watch. Um, Mick Cronin, you know, Mick Cronin went from Cincinnati out there, and he's he's revived him, man. I mean, they're playing really good. So. If it comes down to a Kansas-UCLA Elite Eight, that'll be a great game. Is Bill Self going to be back? They said uh, yesterday that he was going to be. Yeah, okay. expected to be. That could be a, like, Kansas' second game won't be a layup. they got to get by Arkansas or Illinois. And I know Arkansas stumbled in SEC play, but they got a lot of talent, and I'd probably pick Illinois to beat them, quite frankly, because Illinois is as uh, good as well as long as Matt Meyer doesn't stay up all night playing video games and crushing monster energy drinks. Um, all right, well, we'll do a deeper dive. Now, how can people sign up for our bracket challenge again, TJ? Easiest way is if you were in the group last year, just log into your ESPN account and go to the bracket challenge find uh, the groups from last year that you were in. You'll just drop down the drop box in groups under your name. You'll show the uh, ref uh, bracket challenge, and then just click rejoin. If you uh, can't figure that out or you're new to it, uh, just go to kref.com backslash bracket. It will take you to the page with the link. It'll also show you the group name and the password, all that information. But if you don't want to do that, just go to espn.com, log in under your account first, then go into the tournament challenge, Find the ref bracket challenge as the group, and then the password is the dash ref. I'm in. Case. 
I'm going to start picking my teams here, I think. I'm in. I'm um, in. I'm in. I'm not then, picked yet, but I'm in. And then today, when do the festivities fire up today? Noon today, Buffalo Wild Wings and more Oklahoma. More Oklahoma. Hmm. Someone was questioning me off the air about it. Now, where is it? Hmm. More. America. Uh, 12 to 7. Teams will start be giving away at 2 o'clock. Ten instant prizes today for people that are live on location. We'll have all the hoppers going. We'll have the balls going. Spinning around, picking the numbers. Uh, i got to be careful with the way I just said that. <laughs> be giving away the teams. People will be filling out brackets. There will be high fives and hugs. Is Parker Great supplying the balls? Um, we can have him bring some crystal ones, yes. Yeah, okay. 748, back after this. Did you miss one of our shows? Don't beat yourself up, because we've made it easy for you to beat that Ref Army FOMO. Catch up on shows and interviews you might have missed with the Ref Podcast page. Just go to KREF.com and click on the podcast page. Or go check out your favorite podcast provider and search for KREF, the home of Sooner fans. Here for you 24-7, 365 at the KRF Podcast page. Yeah. Welcome back. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row yeah. Morning Show. Riverwind Casino brings you the T-Row Show. Air Comfort Solutions text line. What time is softball today, by the way? Uh, I think it was 6 o'clock, I believe. 6P? Yes. One of the, either South Dakota or San Diego State, one of those? Uh, an SDS school, yes. Okay. I guarantee right. that. TJ, you'll be proud of me. I finished my bracket in five minutes. I am proud of you. It's the all, that's all the amount of time you need to spend on it. I did mine during that commercial break. I filled out the whole thing. Yeah. I will go back and change it. I just wanted to get a better feel for, like, who all's playing whom and everything like that. Go with your you first initial choice. Initial final four? Initial first choice. Go with it and don't change anything. Enter all your brackets under one bracket and go. No, I will. I mean, that's part of what I enjoy is watching all the shows, watching all the analysis, trying to figure so it you all let out. let people get in your head. I could come up with the perfect bracket and finish in dead last. My initial final four is uh, Purdue, Arizona, Houston, and Connecticut. I have no Big 12 teams in my final Wow. That would be a very disappointing finish for a conference that was considered elite. Yeah, what do I care? We're going to the SEC. (laughs) Kendall says go ORU. Absolutely. Max Acemas and the Golden Eagles – Already have won 30 games, the longest winning streak in the nation, and they get big, bad Duke right out of the gates on Thursday. I cannot wait for that game. That's the next question here on the text line by another 918-er. It says, can ORU upset Duke and make a run, Toby? Yes. Absolutely they can upset Duke. Duke went, got hot, won the uh, ACC tournament, but the ACC is garbage this year. I could have won the ACC tournament this year, Teej, by myself. Absolutely, Oral Roberts can pull off the Would OU have won that tournament had they been in that conference? Left-handed. Left-handed OU would have won the <laughs> ACC this year. Did you guys catch Kellogg call TCU the Texas Froghorns? I did not I did not hear that far. No. I didn't hear that. I did get some text messages yesterday during the game to, uh, you know, this is my favorite, when somebody – tweets or texts me and tells me what to go tell the TV guys. But apparently the TV guys kept talking about yesterday being a rubber game 
in the OU Houston series. I guess I guess he thinks every Sunday is a rubber game. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's the way they were putting it. Um, for a while, too, he finally corrected himself. For a while, it was Bryce Madge run. He was saying run, and it was bothering me the way he was saying his last well, name. Well, it is, but you just don't emphasize it. Right, like right. It's Madron. Madron. Yeah, but he, he was, was saying, saying mad run. Mad run. And mad run with the catch. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yes, it's Parker's Jackrabbits of South Dakota State, 6 p.m. start. Yeah, maybe. Maybe not. Maybe it's South. Maybe it's San Diego State. <laughs> Does it matter? Does it matter? No, it doesn't no. matter. Like, that's just Patty saying, hey, you want to come uh, get beat? Yes. Okay, come on. Go. South Dakota State must have been playing. Uh, I'm going to look and see where they were to see how they she got them in one day's time. Go ahead, keep reading. Uh, I have ORU getting to the Sweet 16. That's Brian and Tulsa. Okay. And I'm not mad at you. Let's see who they got to beat. They got to beat. Uh, where is it? At? Okay, they got to beat Duke and Tennessee. I like Tennessee. Uh, I mean, it's doable, man. If if Acemus is hitting thirty footers, what are you going to do about it, right? That's right. Yeah. All right. You're telling it like it is. I know I am. Uh, no, nobody. You know, TJ. I'm all over ORU basketball. So, uh, kind of the expert when it comes to that. Break time. We'll be back.